0: 2020
1: podcast what it's a 2020 podcast what it's 2020 podcast bro what what this is what? this is this is what? the 20 by 20 podcast and we are your host nathan mcfly with shit
2: nigga with your man aka quarantine poppy aka with the god on ps4 who get that 2k smoke
1: <laughs> Ooh! whoa you go that's it that's what it is that's what it is
2: yeah, I, I, I went and I got myself a PS Four, and now I'm handing off smoke on 2K. So how that? Have...
1: Oh, okay, okay. What 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 is it? Uh, brand new, refurbished? What what are we talking?
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's brand new. It's brand new, Dougs. Oh. Brand new. Got a whole terabyte of memory.
1: Mira, Mira aquí. sir. Why not? I figure why not.
2: We're quarantining. Porque I no, I right? Fuck it. I, I wish I would have got it in the beginning of the quarantine, but hey, it's working out like a charm, baby.
1: Hey, 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 hey.
2: Yeah, man, it's good with you.
1: Chillin', chillin', my brother. We out here, you know. Week. Who the fuck knows of quarantine?
2: Yeah, day. Who the fuck knows? All these days feel like a fucking Sunday into Monday.
1: It's wild, man. Wow. I'm
2: fucking exhausted
1: Listen I am beyond exhausted uh, Just people that I'm working with Oh my god forget about it uh, I, I don't know man I'm not even gonna You know what I'm not even gonna bitch about it Cause at the end of the day I'm still working And I gotta be I gotta be blessed for that man no, That's for it. Sure. You know what I'm saying Like you know Be blessed Working Healthy Healthy ain't got much to worry about at the moment so it's a, it's a good thing it's a good thing man I, I can't even i can't even just you know dwell in and act all crazy about it makes no sense makes no yeah i'm
2: um, yeah i mean nowadays it's easy to complain about everything that doesn't go your way but i'm just fucking exhausted i need a vacation man i need to use some of these pto days
1: but Yo, they are add up right now right
2: adding up stupid but taking pto <laughs> while you're at home is kind of like i don't know how my boss is gonna feel about that like yo i'm gonna take a day off he's gonna be like all right go fuck yourself
1: <laughs> oh yeah you're gonna take a day off and work on what go <laughs> go to the go to the living room <laughs>
2: for real you're gonna go to the supermarket you need a whole day of pto
1: oh uh, like man the- they don't understand i mean it's crazy bro that cabin fever that should really get to you b
2: uh, yeah, bro. I mean, I'm grateful that I have a balcony and that I can step off my balcony and I can, you know, work and, and, and look at the city of Queens. But, um... Yeah, bro. I mean, I, I, I just realized that I've worn sweatpants. Like, 35 days straight. Which is pretty crazy. I haven't even attempted to put on a pair of jeans or a pair of any other pants that aren't dry fit.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Hey, listen, that that sounds like a dream to me, bro.
2: It sounds like a dream until it's time for me to put on my khakis. (laughs) And and, and I'm noticing this this 40-32 isn't really working out for me anymore.
1: (laughs) He's like, whoa. He's like, when I become a 42? For real. Hello, 42. Nah, man. yo, It's crazy because... You know, I a lot of, like, just random thoughts go through my head, you know, through quarantine. Like, as soon as I'm done with work and I, I got a little time to, like, you know, decompress and all that shit, I start thinking about wild, random shit. Like what? Like, I thought about, because I, I, I was thinking about the movie the other day. I was watching clips of it, um, The Last Dragon with Bruce Leroy.
2: Okay.
1: Right. So then I see the character of off, and then I'm like, God damn! I was like, you know what? Why didn't he give this character the fucking Booker T.
2: Booker T.
1: Yo, Booker T. had that had that King gimmick where he had a fucking horrible, uh, English accent and talking about you know King Booker, you know. I'm like, damn, imagine this nigga was show enough, bro. He had the hair. You know, he fucking niggas up. Yeah, but the
2: Dragon came out in like fucking 80, 85, 86. Yeah,
1: but he could have just came out of nowhere. People trying to talk to him. And then he could have just said, what's my name? And just have a whole bunch of dojos around him. Like, show enough. Oh,
2: so you feel feel like like Booker T should have brought that that character to
1: wrestling Mhm. Mm. that's what I'm saying I feel like I felt like he could really really get that off especially when he used to do that scissor kick and all these other like you know like karate based moves within his moveset he could have definitely took off with that I don't know I think I think I mean I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie the King Booker joint was pretty dope even with the fucking horrible accent but Listen, I think him as uh, a WWE show enough would have been dope.
2: Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a dope idea. You could have gave him a fucking dojo in Harlem and shit.
1: You know, oh, well Harlem Heat, hello. Yeah,
2: that's been sw- swipe the leg.
1: <laughs> Yo, you remember that shit from fucking uh Karate, Karate Kid? Kid. Break his leg, Johnny. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's just classic, boy. Oh shit! Oh shit, man. But um, let's get into this uh this thing we love called pro wrestling, sports entertainment. <laughs> Yo, listen. One thing that's been uh recurring over the past couple of weeks. Is this one talent that goes by the name of Denzel Journay And he is Damn, I hate to say it, Jobber because he's he's brand new, but that's how they're using him. He's looking like the Jobber of the month. He's looking like the 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 new school Brooklyn brawler out here, bro. Okay. Uh if you're not fully acquainted with this kid, I I wasn't. You know, I had to <laughs> I had to do my homework on homie. He uh he signed with NXT in 2018 as a recruit to the performance center. He was a standout high school and college wrestler. He's in college as we're speaking right now cuz he wanted to finish up do his degree. All good. That's what's up. But what's really like what really caught me is like yo every time he's on TV, he's on TV with like a real top-tier talent. Like, he's not just on TV just to be on TV. This guy has matches with Bobby Lashley, Sheamus, Seth Rollins, even though he's getting jobbed out. Still having matches with these people. This is not having matches with fucking Aleister Black, Ricochet, and... um, uh, Give me another PCO. name real quick. Yeah, or PCO. <laughs> Your favorite wrestler, PCO. But you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's getting he's getting some shine with top-tier talent. He's always there. He comes through with the fucking, you know, collegiate singlet on, looking like a black Kurt Angle and shit. Like, I'm just like, damn. Like, yo, they, they giving this nigga... This guy, they giving this motherfucker shine right now, B.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, he performs well.
1: He performs well for a test dummy. Yeah, of course, you know, like... He out there just you know just making it work, do what it do, and to be honest, man, yo, much much props to him. Get that check, get your name out there, and you know, he's still green, meaning you That's know he's stuff. still he's still you know he's still a rook in the ring with a lot a lot of the more you know seasoned veterans and stuff like that. You can see that he's a little shaky in the ring and all that, but this is this is great. Like I I like the fact that WWE is giving. Uh, You know A young talent like this The time of the day To come on National television To actually like You know Work out those kinks He's my he, I mean he's not working out much Because he's just Jobbing out and shit But Just that look right there In itself is, is pretty dope
2: I mean Honestly Like you said man His last three matches Have been against Bobby Lashley Sheamus And Seth Rollins So He's gotta be doing Something right that they're giving him that opportunity. It's like in the game and shit. Yeah. Like, when when you show, like, you could do the moves correctly, then they put you in Jabba mode. (laughs) You know, just so you can get get a taste of what it's like. So, it's pretty dope. You know, I look forward to, uh, you know, seeing what they do with him.
1: Oh, hell yeah. I'm looking forward to that, too, definitely. Definitely looking forward to that.
2: He's looking like a young a young uh, <laughs> my nigga from from Jabba Tears Sir Wilkins <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> young so I don't know I don't know I don't know if he got the clout bro
2: nah 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 it's the singlet action oh
1: it's the singlet action it's the singlet what pour- action
2: what you pouring over there my guy
1: just uh you know some diet ginger ale bro
2: alright your poor game was not was not uh, stealth at all he was just out here like yep <laughs> I'm pouring
1: <laughs> right next to the mic
2: Dye Ginger Rose is there anything else that you're mixing into that drink
1: nah nah not right now bro not right now just keep mm. just keeping it cool keeping it cool okay okay
2: well shout out to the sponsor shout out to Runts.
1: Runtz Look at you. Look at you with your...
2: My rapper weed.
1: Yeah, yeah, I see, bro. You know, it's all good. It's all good. That's what we're about, right?
2: Yo, yeah. I just want to bring something up, man. And it has zero to do with wrestling. You can cut this off. Off the... uh, Never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) I don't know if this will reach the final tape. (laughs) Never. But, um, But I was smoking some haze the other day. The type of haze that we would smoke 20 years ago. At least And it, it is the exact Same thing Like the smell The taste Instantly landed me In Washington Heights I'm not gonna say, I'm not, I'm not gonna say the blocks But all up and down St. Nick and Audubon and other you, know, you know we
1: talked about this last week Right?
2: On the pod?
1: Yeah Alright well I, I, must, I must still be
2: in amazement because I just can't wrap my head around how this strand has not evolved or changed in any way. But go ahead. It's just, a great. It's a great thing.
1: It's a great thing.
2: Let's just let's just move on. Shout to Washingtons. <laughs> just just, just going move on. So the big show show. <laughs> yeah, that shit is pretty funny, bro.
1: Yo, that. That Big Show show is, like, basically a show that should have been on TJIF. Hell, yeah. My
2: shorty's my shorties niece, who doesn't watch wrestling, really likes that show. So, I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's a good show. Nah, that's what's up. Nah, nah,
1: nah, I, I binge-watched it. It watched, like, five episodes real quick.
2: Oh, yeah, it's pretty
1: good. Nah, definitely. That's why I was like, yo, this is basically... Uh, Damn! What was that? Yo! What was that show with Tim the Two Man? No, was it Tim the Two Man home, Taylor on that shit? Home nah. improvement. Home improve? Nah, not home improvement. It was on TGIF, with uh, that, with that the Blanquito with the Blanquito family. It was like eight kids there. It had a cousin Cody. Ah, uh, cousin
2: Cody! You kind of threw me off with cousin Cody, but are you talking about like Jonathan Taylor Thomas?
1: Nah, that, that was home improvement with Jonathan Jonathan Taylor Thomas and uh, his, exactly. his two Blanquito. Wait, I'm going to tell you right now. Hold on. Step by step. Oh, yes. Yes. It gave me step by step vibes, bro. <laughs>
2: no, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Jamal White or Jameel White, He's he's good in it. And Urkel. Yo, I, and, and I was saying before, man, Big Show, man, he's he's a fucking natural, man. He moves fluid. He doesn't look, like, awkward and weird. Like, he's just, like, doing his fucking thing. Like, shout out to the Big Show for real, for real.
1: Word, where? He came from, uh, K Fabian being Andre the Giant's son to this. How about that? Shout out to him. How about that? Yo, but, uh... Shout out to uh Style. Shout out to Jinder <laughs> young, young, young Cuero? Young Cuero is back in the mix, bro. Jinder Mahal made his return to the to the Fed, baby. Well,
2: put me on. What
0: happened? Alright,
1: now nah, he had like he had a, he had a little match, you know, just a little, a little tune up and shit with uh kira Tozawa. but you know what's crazy is how everybody rides him off like just basically like you know his you know his championship run was you know basically that you know it was just bullshit it was just you know him like holding the title down for somebody else but when i seen gender with the title and i used to tell you know Shais uh El Piedis and Bing all the time I'm like yo he's actually like A really good heel Maybe because he reminded me Of like those foreign heels From back in the day Or he, he kind of reminded me of Sergeant Slaughter When, when all that yeah. Desert Storm shit was happening And you know He, he had his alliance with Dike Saddam Hussein and shit You know
2: Yeah I remember that
1: and I'm like, yo, this is this is entertaining to me. Like, he's you he out of nowhere, he challenged Randy Orton to a Punjabi prison match. It was basically a steel cage match made out of bamboo. <laughs> 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 That's that, nasty. You know what I'm saying? And then Randy Orton's about to win the title back, and out of nowhere comes the Great Kali, seven foot two Indian giant, and just Fucked everything up and then, ha- you know, helped them win. I was like, yo, that that's fucking... I was like, yo, I laughed. I laughed when I saw that shit. Because it was just comical for me. Which, I mean, at the end of the day, it was just, you know, it was actually, you know... I I, I liked it. I liked it. I'm not going to front, bro. It's just people look at gender and they're like, yo, he can't be this. He can't do that. He can't do... They're like, yo, just enjoy the show, bro. You need the heel. You need him. He coming over here having his Indian celebrations and shit, you know. Everybody out there, the whole Bollywood theater out there, like yo, this shit was yo. And he came through fly, my man. With the with the suits, the tailored suits, and you know the turban, every, yo, my nigga. He he looked he looked like an Indian prince, bro. And he's a big dude, right? Yeah. Like, Height wise. Yeah, I think he's about six four or some shit like that. But you yeah. know he, he, he Brolic, like you know he just came through looking like you know looking the part. You know what skin, I'm saying?
2: Skin looking like the panini right out the oven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, but like it, it's just skin it's like crazy. A
2: straight, looking like a straight Christmas Pernell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like 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 cream on the turkey. <laughs> 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 oh shit <laughs> but yeah man shout out to gender yo listen if you're listening to the pod and you just turned off cause we talked about gender like come no. on bro <laughs> like why just enjoy it just enjoy the the fucking you know the stupidity that we that we're saying at the moment <laughs> oh man but yeah man so uh after that we seen that Apollo Crews is out with an injury. And they're saying that this might be. A little more serious than what they made it. To, made it seem to be. And they're going to have a gauntlet match. To see who's going to take his spot. In the money in the bank match. That's going to happen next Sunday. So with Apollo Crews out. And looking at the field. In. I mean not in. But on Raw. On Monday Night Raw. Who do you see. Coming out on top and taking Apollo Cruz's uh, spot.
2: I mean, from whoever's left, I feel like Apollo Cruz is one of those people that like he's almost like a filling.
1: Yeah, definitely.
2: I don't. I don't expect him to win it. So it's more like I mean, who's gonna fill in for the filling? Um, it ain't gonna be Cain Velasquez.
1: Oh, definitely not.
2: Um... <laughs> 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 or or, or Heath.
1: Oh, rock and roll, baby.
2: Um I don't know. Who do you think?
1: Well, looking back, I'm like a gauntlet. A gauntlet, they're gonna have at least like six people there. And I'm like, God damn, I was like, six people? I was like, they've been using ten for the past like four weeks on Rob. Like, who the fuck are they gonna use? Seriously. You know what I'm saying? So I'm thinking, I'm like, maybe they'll go and use, like, some of the guys in the gauntlet that didn't win their qualifying matches, which were MVP, uh, Austin Aries, and was MVP, Austin Aries, there was somebody else, I just can't remember at the moment right now. So, you got them, maybe you'll combine both shows and have three from raw, three from smackdown who didn't make it and you know you'll just get you'll just get it out of that. But if that's the case, I would say using MVP for his name and he's been in matches like this and he's pretty entertaining. Yes. But this is a great time to move forward a young talent and if it's gonna be on the raw side of things, Paul Heyman loves moving young talent, so I could see Austin, Austin Theory, Austin Theory taking that spot.
2: Hmm. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta look that roster over and see. I mean, it is interesting. Maybe they could do something different. You know, it's an opportunity. I don't know. See what happens. So, but. I didn't expect Apollo to win that shit anyway, so.
1: No, I didn't expect Apollo to win it, but I like I like the the look he's been getting recently. You know, mm-hmm. like it's it's good because th- this guy Apollo, yo, he's he's a top notch athlete, man.
2: Nah, for sure, and, yeah. and that's true. I I have noticed too. That motherfucker
1: show out, b. Nah,
2: for sure, and he's been in the you know, in the eye lately.
1: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely in the eye of everybody. Definitely in the eye of everybody. But uh, you, you talked about Cain Velasquez, you know, he he got released. He's another one of the newly released talent from WWE, but there's been reports of something about him going back to AAA in Mexico, and then something about a partnership where WWE can still use him. What do you think about that? But like a a partnership in in what way like can you explain that more like borrowing talent you know what I'm saying like just how like back in the day where out of nowhere there was just some Japanese Japanese niggas that you ain't even know little kid watching wrestling you're like oh shit who these guys oh that's who they are whatever you know what I'm saying it's just like it's like a partnership between both between both companies where they they'll be like yo we'll lend a talent to you just lend us this talent or whatever it may be that
2: No, nah, yeah I know but I'm saying like what wrestlers do you think will be good like you know what I'm saying like what are some good swaps they can make
1: to get to get Kane on their show
2: Hold on, you lost me. Kane's you said
1: what? What swaps they can make? That like a swap being in like WWE what? gets Kane, and then who they're gonna bring over there? Exactly. I mean, or and or else besides Kane, I I don't know. I don't know. I, I there there's no talk beyond that. It's just it's just about Kane Velasquez. There's no talk about bringing Kane Velasquez another other, talent or anything like that. It's just about him. And if they were gonna swap talent. They could easily do that with some of the Mexican wrestlers they have already. Which are Andrade, um, Garza, Hijo de Fantasma, who who just came from Mexico. He's in NXT, he's in the cruiserweight tournament. Cruiserweight tournament is fucking fire at the moment. We're gonna we're gonna get on that. But uh yeah, you know, they, they could, you know, lend talent in that in that sort of way.
2: And it's triple a i mean i obviously i've heard of triple a but do do they like give it on tv like or do they just do live shows like well the, if you like, go to
1: if you go to univision i think i think it's Univision. if i'm not mistaken on like like nine o'clock on saturdays it's there waiting for no you. way oh yeah the, yeah yes it is my friend
2: Damn, I remember that from back in the
1: day. They still show that shit? Yeah, bro. Right after Sabalo Gigante, my nigga. There's wrestling wow. waiting for you, bro. Right and after King Don Velasquez Francisco, my nigga.
2: And King Velasquez be on
1: that. Yeah. He w- he was at their show that they had in uh, Madison Square Garden last, I think last September. Triple had A had an event at the theater in Madison Square Garden and Kane Velasquez was one of one of the talents that were there.
2: That's oh, dope.
1: Yeah, man. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he, I don't
2: think he could he could really really cut it in WWE,
1: but I I don't think so either. there is the thing. I think they actually gained from this because I don't think Kane Velasquez is is a talent to go for. I just feel like they they gave him that contract so he didn't go anywhere else, so they so none of the buzz went anywhere else. And it kinda hurt them in the it hurt them in the long run. Because at the end of the day, signing shit signing shit like that, like just like random UFC talent, is not gonna do it for WWE. No, it's it's not, not gonna do it for them. It's not. Because if he was signed to AEW, everybody would have been crazy about it. Every it's just it's just a bias within the wrestling community right now. It's just what it is. Not getting at anybody. Not getting at any so. any group of people. It's just the bias. Yo, dude, it's the bias, bro. It's the bias. That's how I that's how I feel. Because I don't
2: think Cain Velasquez is that big of a star. Like, for anybody to care that he was a W, you know, in um, UFC. I don't think he was that big of a UFC fighter.
1: Nah, nah. He was big, bro. He was big in UFC. He... he he dropped down a, a a lot of, like, crazy heavyweights. And he had that match with Brock Lesnar where he fucking made that nigga quit. Like, nah, yeah, and
2: I know he beat Brock, but that's about all I know. He
1: beat. Tell you right now, my friend.
2: I me, I feel like he got his little name, but... Not
1: that no fucking Rousey, Rousey, uh, what's her name? <laughs> Ronda Rousey. <laughs> Ronda Rousey status. Oh man, you totally forgot her name, bro. <laughs> All right, yo, I'm just, I'm just gonna go. I don't know, like how. Like how knowledgeable are you with UFC?
2: I mean, I know I don't you know, I'm not on Jay's level.
1: No, I know, I know, I no. Yo, shout out to Jay. Shout out to ATL, Transcendent Labs.
2: Word, I'm not I'm definitely on that, not on that level, but Alright,
1: yeah, but yeah, like know like d- 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 these are like he beat up uh, Ronda Rousey's uh husband actually, Travis Brown, uh Junior's Dos Santos. Antonio Silva, Brock Lesnar. I mean, he, he has in, in the UFC, what is it like fourteen fights? Out of these fourteen fights, he had about I would say four to five big fights. Because he was in a heavyweight division. A lot of the people in UFC that are like, you know, big names, they're they're in the, the lighter divisions. But he was he was dominant. You know what I'm saying? He was dominant in that in that division. He was fourteen and three. Interesting. And mo- most of his wins were K O T K O. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? E- either you're gonna either you're just gonna get really knocked out or just knocked out. <laughs> so, yo, shout out Yeah, Cain Velasquez, he had he had some he had a really good run. He had a really good run in UFC. Uh, big name in UFC too. Like he he drew big fights, not in the sense of you know McGregor, uh, Rousey, shit like that, but it was there. It was there, bro.
2: I don't know. Like <clears throat> I'm I'm like looking him up right now, and it's like the first news week. And they're like, UFC legend, King Velasquez, reportedly released by WWE. I'm like, legend? The fuck? Where the fuck was I at?
1: Probably within, you know?
2: (laughs) Did you say I was within?
1: No, just within. Within UFC, he's a legend. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, I got to do the knowledge to King Velasquez because I feel like if he was that big of a fucking UFC star, I don't think they would have just lost him like that. You know what I'm saying? Like But he he he's
1: he's up there in age, bro. He's up there in age. Yeah, he's thirty seven. Entiende, so that is what it is, bro.
2: Yo, wasn't um Rey Mysterio supposed to retire?
1: He ain't retiring no time soon.
2: Yeah,
1: apparently not. Ray Mysterio is not retiring anytime soon. He out there like, yo, Dominic, do I send up esto por usted? You know,
2: Dominic's like, yeah, cool, dad. Just give me the next fucking Gucci loafers that come
1: out. Yeah, he's like, yo, you seen those? You seen those Louis, dad? That's a that's a good conversation to have. Yo, shout out, shout out to that fan, bro. Shit. For real. But um, still, like, running in through the WWE thing. Uh, This is something we talked about, I would say, like, about anywhere from, like, a month, month and a half ago with WWE selling the rights to certain pay-per-views to Fox, ESPN, um, Fight TV, you know, whoever wants it. Now, reports are coming out that there's supposedly a deal being worked that's supposed to go down before the end of this month with WWE selling the entire company to ESPN and Fox. Wow. Basically saying that Disney is getting into the wrestle business.
2: Basically saying this will be the end of WWE as we know it.
1: You think at the end of WWE, so if Vince sells it, that's it? It's a wrap? Like, WWE is nothing?
2: I mean... I don't know. I mean, obviously, if they sell it to ESPN, then, you know, they'll have way more resources. But... I don't know, man. I just... I think Vince and, and that whole family just add that... that bit, that that you know, that fucking bizazz I don't even know what the fuck to call it, but whatever they got, they got it. And whatever it is, they put that into WWE product and that is what has made WWE the number one brand for wrestling. Hands down. You take that away, you make it into a big corporation type thing. And I mean, yo, it's, it's like almost like, you know, when you you discover an underground artist, you rock with him and he got fans and he's doing his thing on his own. But once he signs to that major label and he get those big producers and he you know he gets produced with money, yeah, that shit just changes the whole fucking, changes the, the whole mentality. flavor. Yeah, it just changes the whole flavor of what that artist was. So I mean big corporation like this, even though WWE is obviously a big corporation now, but taking it to that next level with fucking Disney and ESPN. Shit could kind of be right fucking there. Yeah, it could something totally different. So I mean, see what happens, but I mean, you heard uh, Pray for Paris, right? Yeah. So Pray for Paris to me just sounds like an album that was made with money. You okay. could just tell by the way it was mixed, the way those beats sound, you know, that, there's some money behind that shit. It's not just a regular Griselda album. It's not just like dumb, like, you know, hollering at their in-house producers. I forgot what his name Dillinger. Yeah. <clears throat> and fucking some alchemists like nah these niggas taking it to the next level obviously so yeah and it was fire so let's see what you know let's see what see what happens man you never know it could could be fire but I I doubt it
1: I mean like like you just like you just said like the McMahons coming out of the business takes something away from it I think it kind of takes that that stamp of approval you know what I'm saying? Like yep. when and, 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 and that's the thing, like with wrestling fans now, it's like they need something to be attached to it. Does that does that make any sense? Yeah, it does. You know what I'm saying? Like, like a lot of these people who open up these businesses and make it successful. It's only to basically cash out at the end of the day. And this is something that Vince McMahon has been working for, for about what? uh, Jesus Lord. What? 35 years? You could say. WrestleMania 1 was in 85. You know what I'm saying? So. It's worked to the point where this is a billion-dollar business for him. And it's like, yo, when are you going to call it quits? But then you have people right under him. For example, Triple H. Somebody who everybody says, like, he knows the business. He's, you know, he, he basically, you know, shits, eats, and breathes the business. You know what I'm saying? And they're waiting for him to take full reign of WWE. And it's like, you know, if, if all these rumors and stuff is true about McMahon, is like, do you think he'll just hand down a business that he created? Or would he sell it? Like, if you created something, will you hand it down or would you sell it? Depending on the type of person you are, what are you right. going to do, you know? Shit. And then, I, I don't know, like, when I first heard all this ESPN shit, once again, because, you know, we like I said, we talked about it before. But uh I started thinking about all, like, the cinematic matches that they're having now. Imagine that with fucking Disney cameras, bro. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying, my nigga? Like imagine what they can do with them hard. Disney cameras, bro. Uh,
2: but you incorporate like some Disney shit into it, it just
1: Nah 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 I'm not I'm not talking about like putting some CGI and making niggas look like Thanos, nah. I'm not talking about that. I don't want this to look like a fucking video game. But just, you know, like the thought process. You know what I'm saying? Like the thought on how to, you know, prolong the. Just, just, uh, you know, just the match itself. How to make, how yeah. to make, how to make it like you know, click through every segment. You know what I'm trying to say? Or I hear what you mean. yeah, or just like you know, just them. Do, you know, spitting they bars and going in on one on one another through SmackDown and Raw until that match comes around. Like, imagine the, having that type of that type of input. That yeah, could be fire. Yeah, bro. That that shit that could shit could be. Level. That shit could be like you just said, next fucking level, bro. Yeah, next level for sure. Next fucking level for sure, man just like how this fucking cruiserweight championship tournament is it's fucking next level and shout out to uh homie uh what's his name Drake Maverick came out looking like a roasted turkey but he came and got the win and he ain't done yet and NXT started out with El Hijo del Fantasma If you guys don't know who he is, man, please Google this motherfucker, bro. This guy is bonkers, bro, bonkers against uh, Swerve Strickland. I didn't even think Strickland was going to get the win. He got the win. And at the end of the day, yo, this tournament right here is pure wrestling. For everybody that always talks shit about WWE saying that, they don't focus on the wrestling. They don't focus on the talent. Look at this. Look at the fucking tournament that they're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like
2: I mean, it's a lot of there's a lot of fucking talent in that division.
1: That not only a lot of talent, but the talent that they're using for this tournament, besides Two, three, two or three people. These are people that they're pushing up right now. These are people that they're building. These are people that, yo, niggas was waiting for them tickets to go on sale on La Boom on Northern to go see these motherfuckers wrestle. You know what I'm saying? You see these, you see these niggas in, uh, And NXT and all that shit. And then you try to like, you know, eh, it's all right. It is what it is. Nah, nigga, it it is what it is, bro. Give these motherfuckers the respect, man. I hear nobody talking about this Cruiserweight tournament. This Cruiserweight tournament right here is building these stars. You thought they were stars in the indies? Look what they're doing right now on a major level. On a major channel on USA. USA is owned by NBC. Look what they're doing here. That's all I got to say about that, man. I feel you, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, look what they're doing there. And they're doing that in rival with AEW on Wednesdays. AEW this week. Was really good. AEW this week was really good. I mean, that uh, main event match between um not Cody but Dustin and Lance Archer. I couldn't. I couldn't get into it. I'm sorry. The shit was just lagging. The shit was just blah 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 blah. That's all it was. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's all that shit was. Because at the end of the day, we already know what that's gonna lead to. That's gonna lead to double or nothing. Cody versus Lance Archer for that TNT championship. Basically, their TV championship, which I love. That's awesome. I can't wait to see what that belt looks like. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be surprised. I know there's there's pictures out there on the internet about, you know, how the design is. Nah, nah, I want to be surprised. Don't, don't, don't show me a design. Don't show me a sketch. Fuck the sketch. I want to see what that what that belt looks like. That's it.
2: Yeah, that's actually pretty dope I actually like the idea of them calling it a TNT title Yes, yes, it was literally different It means the yeah. TV title it just, It's just dope a
1: lot, a lot more meaning to it, you know
2: Yeah, and it makes it different, but the same
1: Yeah, so uh, That and It's just Yo man, I really love the fact That we have something on TV You know All we get from baseball is they're going to have three divisions. Which sounds fire. Don't get me wrong. Sounds fucking fire, bro. Can't wait to see if that shit works. Because it works a little little better just the way they separated the teams. We ain't got no basketball. We really don't have any type of football talk. The only thing that's been consistent throughout this whole time... Sports entertainment, baby. Professional wrestling. Only thing that's been consistent. I don't, give, I don't give a fuck what they're saying, bro. Not one bit on how they shouldn't be doing this, blah, blah, blah. You know what? Half of the things we've seen was taped already. They gave them the go in Florida. Let's see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Let's see what happens. They already, I know they already got, you know, uh, what's it called? Money in the back thing all wrapped up. But uh, let's see what's going on. That pay-per-view before SummerSlam. See what's going on. It has to be with 600 people at a spot in Florida. Yo, fuck it. 600 people at a spot in Florida. Those people are going to go insane. First match? First anything with fans is gonna go anything.
2: Would you go to that first match?
1: Nah I'ma be home watching it. I'ma be home.
2: But let's say the first match was in La Boom. You in there?
1: Nah nah, I'ma be home. I'ma be home. I'ma to th- i am I'ma take I'ma take caution. I'ma take precautions, you know?
2: Yeah, I feel you. I'm not ready
1: neither. You know, I'm not ready for that. Cause if it's in La Boom, think about it. La Boom hold probably like what, like a thousand, easy.
2: Yeah, say a thousand.
1: So that means they only can let in about two to two fifty. Nah, I'll, I'll chill in the crib with wifey. I'll do that. I'll chill in the crib with the wife.
2: And and what you think about what you think about if if ESPN cops WWE charging for pay per views?
1: But I, you know what I think is going to happen because they're already talking about you know selling not only the company but like everything, the network, all that shit. If everything is under Disney, right? You know what's going to happen. You're going to get Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, Hulu, uh the WWE network for $20. I'm all in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all in for that, bro. I'm all in for that. That's what we're going to get. Yo, manito, we got the former commissioner of the XFL Suing Vince McMahon We have he- shareholders Out here Suing Vince McMahon
2: Why is the XFL commissioner suing him?
1: Well, suing him for You know, money not being not, not being, I guess, allocated towards him And, you know they Everything has to do with Supposedly WWE not being, not being like truthful towards their investors or towards they their workers at that, and it's wild, bro. Like, you got all these people you know investing money on you, and then they talk about like the whole shit that went down in Saudi Arabia. Supposedly that all that went down because the Saudis weren't weren't, um, uh, publicizing their events and not showing it on TV. And they're like, yo, you guys got to show this on TV. We got to make money all this other shit. And, you know, Vince basically, you know, walked in there and strong-armed them for the money that he was owed. Cause I heard it was money that he was owed. They weren't even trying to pay and all this other stuff. And, It's a lot lot of stuff right now, man, within that whole corporation, within that whole business. That's why I always said, and that's what we said the last two weeks when people are talking about, like, yo, I can't believe they just let people go. You just don't do that. You know, ROH does this. New Japan does that. Listen, they're doing that because they have the platform to do that. WWE is something different. This is a publicly traded company. You got to treat it differently. You're not going to treat it as you treat ROH. You're not going to treat it as you treat even AEW. You can't. You can't treat it that way. AEW is low seven figures. Low millions. WWE is going to those eight nine figure numbers like this is something different you know what I'm saying that's something different like what they're doing is totally different and I don't understand how people didn't see this like they've been a publicly traded company for like what like 15 years or some shit like you didn't think this shit this shit was going to happen? Come on, man. For everybody that was hustling out there. How how many of them niggas that was giving you packs was actually thinking about you, bro?
2: 0%.
1: Exactly. How many of them called you 4 days after 4 days and asked where where um where they cut it at? Two hundred percent. Two hundred
2: percent, bro. Yo, maybe Vince is just like maybe he's just done with the wrestling game. Like, yo, we did everything there is to do in this shit. Like
1: No, he sees a downfall right now. He probably knows something that a lot of people don't know. That's the only that thing. It like, that, that's the only thing that really gets to me. I'm like, dang, he sees something, bro. He sees something where he's not going to really make any type of bread within the next couple of years. And he's just like, you know what? I've been through this round plenty of times. I'm not doing it to myself again. I'm 80 plus years old. My mom is 103. I am good. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, It is what it is, bro. He got us. He got us to where we're at with, pro, with professional wrestling. If nobody wants to admit that, then you know what? Kick yourself in the face at night, bro. But at the end of the day, if it wasn't for Vince, we wouldn't be where we're at right now. I wouldn't. We wouldn't be talking about this shit right now. You feel for me? For sure.
2: For sure. Yeah. I mean. Again, shout-out to Vince once again. Shout-out to Vince, man. Once again. And I think, yo, if he does sell, he's doing it for a good fucking reason. Yep. And let's see what AEW does with the fucking game. I mean, like, it is what it is. Like,
1: and then you know what? Yo, to be honest, like, I have high hopes for AEW. Everything's looking pretty well. I, li- I like how they're trying to build their young talent. But... Within all this right here, I would love AEW to holler at other promotions like Impact, like ROH, and build those matches that you know wrestling fans want to see between talents in all those companies. That that would be that would be amazing, you know. And before event is out one crazy Japan show with New Japan Pro Wrestling. That would be amazing. Tanahashi versus Triple H.
2: For
1: sure. You know what I'm saying? Or, oh, man. Imagine Naito. Imagine Naito in a WWE match? Oh, wow. Forget about it. Naito versus Andrade. Because that, that right there is Los Singobrenables, Papa. <laughs> that would be dope. That would be dope. But yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? So I'm very, very excited. I know I, I know it sounds crazy. And I'm saying I'm very excited with everything that's going down this year. Not only within professional wrestling, just within personal life, and everything, just in general, but everybody got to take the positive out of all this negative, all this negativity that's going on right now. Everybody got to take a positive, man. Take a positive and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? And my po- my positive is, you know, professional wrestling. That's my positive right now,
2: and a positive in professional wrestling right now, honestly, and it just made me feel old as fuck. This nigga Triple H, twenty five years.
1: Twenty five years, bro.
2: Twenty five years in the fucking business. What the fuck?
1: Remember when he used to like come come through and and do his little his little bow and shit? I'm like, oh, this fucking guy.
2: Yeah, he was from fucking, (laughs) he was from high society, high money. You know what I'm saying? Like, just having the baddest shorties rally him to the fucking ring. Word. Take his jacket and then get the fuck on.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Triple H, Triple H had a lot of great moments, man. I mean, uh, they, you know, they kind of poked jokes at him last week when, you know, they did like, uh, you know, like this whole tribute to him. And that's where like my, my question came in. I was like, damn, like yo, where does triple H lie and everything?
2: Um, I mean, 14 time champion. Yeah. He won the the Royal Rumble twice. Yeah. Uh, uh, during the 14th
1: championship runs. Uh Mankind, the uh-huh. Rock, the big show. Uh-huh. Uh Jericho. Uh-huh. Shawn Michaels. But no he beat Orton four times. Can well, talk about that real quick? Yo, listen. A, a lot of people kinda like fixate on how many times he's lost in WrestleMania and then also fixate on him not putting anybody over. And I'm like, how he did not put anybody over if he lost the title more than half the time at Mania? Oh,
2: Triple
1: H? Yeah, bro. Nah,
2: Triple H beat Orton four
1: times for the title. Four times. Bro, I'm talking about Mania, bro. Just at WrestleMania itself. I mean... Batista beat, beat him for Sean. the title at Mania.
2: He beat Jericho.
1: He beat... All right, no, definitely. He beat... Oh, uh, no, no. He lost. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm all fucked up at the moment. But anyways, look. Batista beat him for the title. Chris Benoit. I know they're not going to want to say anything about this shit. Be him and Shawn Michaels for the title at WrestleMania 20 at the Garden. Right. Nice. You know what I'm saying? Uh he lost twice to the Undertaker. Once for the title, if I'm not mistaken. Uh damn. There's a lot of there's a lot of title matches. I know he there's one title match that everybody's gonna be like, Oh, but what about this? Yeah. Booker T should've won. Definitely Booker T should've won and Booker T lost. That shit I mean, was hard. That shit was I, hard.
2: I saw that for one of his his uh, title reigns, he was given the belt by by uh, Bischoff.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's when they that's when they brought back the the big gold belt.
2: A name that I was surprised to see that he didn't beat for the title was Stone
1: Cold. How about Hulk Hogan?
2: I mean, I would say Stone Cold only because during that time, like Stone Cold was around.
1: Yeah, but Hulk Hogan had the title because of Triple H. Hmm. Uh, it, it's crazy! It's crazy! It's crazy shit, bro! Crazy shit. Him and uh, him and the Rock had a great, great ro- rivalry going. Uh, but to be honest Triple H is up there, man Yeah, he's up there He's up there He got the accolades, man Triple H is up there If you guys are hating on H You guys are bugging, bro You guys I mean, if, are bugging if
2: they hate on H It's only because He bagged the boss's daughter
1: That's all it's about That's all it's about And that's all it's ever gonna be about as soon as the newest wrestling fan sees that his wife is Stephanie McMahon. Oh, no, 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 no. No, he, he's done. Bye. Goodbye. Fuck him. Goodbye. And it's like, dude, don't just throw away everything he did, bro. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people say he didn't put nobody over. He was all about himself. Yo, ch- check check the fucking records, bro. Check the fucking records, Monica
2: I mean, he didn't have to He didn't have to I mean, just You know, just going back I was watching one of these uh, You know, 25 Triple H greatest moments Yeah The WWE put out on YouTube and shit And Just like going through all those moments I was like, wow Like, Triple H has really been a part of some history
1: He's top 10 for me, bro
2: yeah, I would definitely put him in
1: that top 10. He's top 10 for me.
2: Maybe the top 7. And
1: if anybody got anything to say with me saying he's top 10, come see me.
2: Yeah, and if anybody got a problem with me saying he's top 10, go see Knots.
1: You already know. At 20x20podcast 20 20 on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> At Nathan Seriously. McFly on Instagram. Seriously. At 20x20 20 20 underscore... You already know on Twitter. <laughs> Come see us. Talk to us about it. But listen, Triple H at the end of the day is top 10. He's top 10. That's it.
2: Hey, you can't really hate on it, man.
1: You can't. You can't hate on that shit. You can't hate on it. But you know what a lot of people going to hate on my boy? The next week is going to be two years. Holy shit. Next week is going to be our two-year anniversary episode. And we're quarantined. But you know what? We got a special, special guest for our two-year anniversary. Shout out to Speaks.
2: Shout out to Speaks.
1: If you guys don't know who Speaks is, Please, please, Google, Instagram. Do whatever you need to do to get yourself acquainted with this lyrical genius. I'm telling you. Yeah, dude is Beak dope. He's got flow.
2: Yeah, dude is dope. I'm not going to front. Like, dude is definitely dope. Um, he got a dope freestyle on Sway in the Morning.
1: And LA you know, Leakers.
2: That was really fun He's
1: everywhere, man Yo, shit is crazy It's
2: just pretty dope That we'll be able to get him on the show And talk to him and shit So Be on the lookout for
1: that Definitely Definitely But yo Big Big poppy Quarantine What are we doing?
2: Big Quarantine I'm feeling like The
1: fucking
2: <laughs> Big Big Gamma
1: Yo, yes. Dime Manito, what we doing what we doing for the song of the pod, bro.
2: I mean, yo, a lot of new music has come out in the past week.
1: Demasiado.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yo, honestly, bro, and I'm I'ma keep it a buck with you. I've been listening to D'Angelo.
1: Uepa. Okay. Oh okay.
2: Voodoo. The voodoo album.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, that album is like super duper duper slept on by me. You know, I know some people. Yeah,
1: not yeah because about. that that album wasn't slept, wasn't slept on, really. Um. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. I don't think so. Everybody um, t- that voodoo, that voodoo album.
2: Yeah. Like it's an album that obviously people know. I mean, he did that. He did that video naked and shit, and he's naked on the fucking cover or whatever. But it's a fucking incredible fucking album. Like incredible. Like I, I can't even like. I I don't know. Like music hasn't been hitting me lately. Like I haven't even gone back to the J Electronica album, and he's like my fucking.
1: Yo, I, I'm sorry, that, that album was okay, bro.
2: Yeah, but it's JLX, so I, I normally, hey, you're, you
1: know... You're biased, you're biased, it's all so good.
2: Exactly, like, I ran through the Pray For Paris, and I started listening to some Babyface and some fucking Teddy Riley after the after the battle, and I've, like, stood on that playlist for, like, a whole yeah. almost two weeks now. Um, But I've been on my fucking... Uh, Yo,
1: shout out to Teddy, bro.
2: I've been on my D'Angelo. I've been on my D'Angelo vibe. I've been on my Erica Badu vibe. Yeah, man. So basically, yo, yo, the 20 by 20
1: podcast is not only coming out with amazing episodes for you guys to listen to that has to do with wrestling. We're going to come out with music soon. Yeah, man.
2: We're about to come out with a playlist on Spotify.
1: No, we're about to come out with some Woodrow wood shit. Stop it, bro. Stop it.
2: <laughs> Here we go.
1: Yeah, yeah. You already know me, bro. I'm, all, I'm always out there. I'm, I'm, I'm your fucking uh, I'm your cheerleader. You know that shit already, bro.
2: You're my fucking uh, my manager. <laughs> Yo, it's funny because um, my sister. <laughs> you know
1: what that reminded me of when you said that. My bad. Boy. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, uh ah uh, man, do you, do you watch Friends?
2: I've seen some episodes.
1: Oh man, with with Joey Tribbiani and his manager, bro. He just stay stay trying to get these niggas. This this nigga fucking shows and shit, and he just be like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then when he yeah. really want to try it and everything, it just be like the most outstanding shit. And I'm like, oh, this is the one you want to do. All right, whatever. That's
2: funny. <laughs> Yo, back in the day, The Simpsons put out these, like, albums and shit. Yeah. And they got this one album called The Simpsons Sing the Blues.
1: Oh. Uh, no. That's me what that dude that did that that that, 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 that the saxophone with Lisa.
2: Nah They got a whole bunch Of different songs They got like The Bartman Do the Bartman And
1: Oh yeah That was the shit They got
2: They got like There's even like A Slick Rick song That they kinda like Flipped and shit It's called Deep Deep Trouble Okay You should listen To that shit Anyway I was listening To this fucking album That came out In 1990 Mind you we had this album Okay First of all Secondly I mean when the album came out I was eight years old And I fucking loved this album Like I it's literally love this fucking album So yeah I've been listening to The Simpsons single blues For the past day and a half As well
1: Alright That's awesome <laughs> Let's go baby so I don't know
2: what song you want to end on, but that's what's been in my playlist. In my Serato. <laughs> that's what's been in your Serato? <laughs> that's what's been playing in my Serato.
1: Nah, you got it. You got it. But uh, I I feel that... I, I got something. I got something, bro. I got something. I got something. It's all good. Manito, I guess. So
2: before before we go, let me just ask Triple H: Would you put him over Goldberg?
1: Fuck yeah!
2: Would you put him over Kane? Yes. Would you put him over? Um, would you put him over Robin
1: Rob Van Dam? Yeah. Oof. Uh, I hate to say it, but yeah. Would
2: you put him over... Um. Would you put him over Farouk?
1: Hmm.
2: Yeah, I would say yeah. That's
1: pretty easy. yeah. Right. I don't know <laughs> where you were going with that, my friend.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I'm just trying to think. Like, I mean, obviously, Triple H is top five, bro.
1: He he could he could be arguably arguably you know done in top five, but he's definitely top ten, definitely top ten.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That was episode 103 three, of three, three, three. the 20 by 20 podcast. Next week is going to be the full second year of this podcast. And we have a special, special guest next week with this podcast. I mean, we out here. We out here. You know what I'm saying? Is yes, there. This
2: is the 20 by 20 podcast And I am your host SM2 with
1: Nathan McFly (laughs) Yo
2: my niggas love who you love Make sure you wear a mask, gloves Don't wear a condom though
1: And don't think that this is the new norm This is just uh, You know the tranquilo phase Okay (laughs) Tranquilo
2: phase for real, this is that the quieto phase.
1: Exactly, this ain't the new <laughs> norm. This is the tranquilo phase. Okay, that's all it is. Thank you for listening, and we out. Peace.
0: Crispy like bacon he's on my feet, make my cipher complete. Uh, I stay shining like the lights on the street in the night. Revis take me shopping when I'm up in New York. Hit the shoe store, go on cop a few more. You at the mall getting dinner at the food court. I'm in LA eating twenty-two course. Young boss, bitch, paper in my pockets. I got a closet filled with shoe boxes. Mom said my spending habit, little bit obnoxious. with a pilot stay fresh up in his cockpit. was to rock, hand me downs. Now I'll buy some clothes, wear them out, hit the club. Pull their cameras out. Living in a dream, they beginning to believe. My hotel smell like cigarettes and weed. Shit, with what I'm spitting, they should give me a degree. Good liquor, what I'm sipping isn't cheap. Uh, finna blow, don't snooze, don't sleep. All I really need is some shoes on my feet. Bad, so they stay attached to my gonads, uh, waking up to a few L's, open up my closet to that new shoe smell, <laughs> I guess I'm doing well, smoking all the weed that I used to sell, but once my album goes in the shelves, it's going next, tell how it's finna sell, for now we're selling tapes out my shoebox, any spot just set up my shop, you're mad that your girl always says that I'm hot, she buy my t-shirts but she's spending your guap, uh, say what up if you see me around Like yeah separate my feet from the ground it's just... like he's on my feet keep my safe